Hello, welcome to the Infinity Bros Podcast, the only podcast that's perfectly balanced as all things should be. I am Isaac, I'm going to be your host tonight, and with me I have one Infinity Bro and a special honorary Infinity Bro guest. So the honorary guest that I have I will introduce in just a minute. My first Infinity Bro with me is Infinity Bro Jarrett. Hey guys, what's up? How are you doing tonight, Jarrett? I am doing awesome. Uh, I'm excited about this mini-sode, and uh, I finally got through what we're going to be talking about tonight. I won't spoil it, but you probably can tell from the title of this episode. But yeah, ready to go. Awesome, awesome. And I will introduce our special um, guest, which is Honorary Infinity Bro, Luke Edland, who is actually my brother. Luke, how are you doing tonight? How are we doing? Yeah, I'm excited to be a part of... uh... The Infinity Bro universe tonight. Yeah, all right. And um, just a special little plug here. Luke actually featured me on his uh, YouTube channel, uh, Grow Down Media. So we'll put a, a link in the show notes um, for this episode. But we talked about um, a couple different things, and Luke does a really good job. Um, he does a ton of our photo and video work uh, for the Infinity Bros as well. So thank you, Luke, for doing all that for us. Uh, we definitely really appreciate it, and we are excited to have you on the show tonight. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I enjoy doing that stuff. So why, why Luke, would you say I asked you to be on the show tonight? Oh, man. I would say... You know, as as far as Star Wars go, I I, I would probably qualify as a, as a a fan at very least and, and a fanatic in many senses. So, I mean, Star Wars is it's been a big part of my life, and I love it. The first thing that we usually do in our minisodes are um, a segment called "Get to Know an Infinity Bro," and we are going to start that off um, by asking the question. What is your earliest memory of Star Wars? So, Jarrett, why don't you start us off with that? Yeah, one? so um, when I was a little kid, like probably five or six, um, my earliest memory of Star Wars is my dad. Uh, we were living in a trailer park at the time, and my dad was a single parent, and he made us these, uh, I think it was chili cheese Fritos or something, and we stayed up into like ungodly hours of the night watching through the original trilogy um and it was one of the better times uh during that time in our lives but then also i remember busting out the old pod racing games um those were some of my first memories as well so oh so good i remember getting all hyped for uh episode one to come out and um not really understanding why that was episode one especially as a kid didn't make much sense to me but (laughs) yeah those were my so just side question um when when did you say you were first exposed to star wars I think I was four, probably four or five. Okay, gotcha. So pretty young. Yeah, pretty young. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, uh, Luke, what do you think was your first uh, exposure to Star Wars, your first memories? Yeah, it's a great question because I honestly don't know if I remember a time where I didn't know of Star Wars or didn't uh, at least have some idea of what it was. Uh, and that's largely due to being the youngest of five uh, in a family of, you know, siblings that were only two years apart, essentially, for the most part. And so, like, uh, there's so many uh, Star Wars moments in my life. Um, but I would say, you know, I was born in 97, so I'm a little bit younger than you guys. But I remember uh, very vividly 
um, episode three coming out. That was like, oh man, that was like my entire childhood right there. And like cutting edge as far as visual effects went and it was just blowing my mind. And uh, so that would definitely have to be it as along with like playing uh, the original Star Wars Battlefront and Star Wars Battlefront 2. Those games were <laughs> formative to say the least. <laughs> so good so yeah good. those still hold up yeah. for sure yeah totally like i actually i think i own battlefront 2 on steam i gotta i gotta download that and just like test that out again i just have too many other games to play but still yeah those games were amazing and it also like those games were so good that i feel like these newer battlefront games while they're still awesome and still very star warsy they were almost a letdown just because those first Battlefront games were so good. Yeah, they were they were only set up to, to fail, essentially, because what are you going to do that's better than those ones, really? Well, I mean, besides the much improved like graphics and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, that's a given, but... <laughs> yeah, right. I got you. So I think, for me, uh, the first memories that I have of Star Wars are actually watching the original trilogy with my dad at my grandma and grandpa's house. Um, we didn't really watch a ton of movies growing up, but I remember that one very specifically. Like, that one and the Indiana Jones movies were ones that we watched over at my grandma and grandpa's house, and I have very vivid memories of as a, as a young kid. Um, and... You know, like Luke said, we have lots of lots of family memory memories um, in Star Wars, and I think some of the other first ones, yeah, like Luke was it Luke or I think it was you, Jarrett, that mentioned the Star Wars pod racing game. Oh yeah, I think that one also was one of my like I I don't I wasn't like a huge 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 Star Wars fan when Episode One came out. I think Episode Two was like the first one that I was like full on in on the star wars universe um but i remember that playing that game on the nintendo 64 at at my cousin's house and that was so fun i was just like all right if i wasn't in on star wars before this is this is what got me in but yeah watching the original uh trilogy when i was like so young i just remember thinking like wow what is this like new cool world because up to that point i had never experienced any science fiction or really too much fantasy movies at all so that was just a really really cool like upbringing just kind of experiencing those first out of all the other you know formative uh movies and stuff that you could watch star wars being some of the first so uh yeah so really awesome uh memories that we all have of star wars for sure isaac when was your uh um first time going through the entire saga and, and i'll say one through six because these are more recent ones are uh i'll, I'll just leave Someone that else. yeah <laughs> leave that alone when's your first time going through the first uh one through through six so like watching them all like in a row or well you know whatever you know like a lot, a lot of people will say the correct way to watch them is four five six one two three well i mean i guess you know the first time watching all of them was when I saw episode three in theaters, I remember that was, there was huge hype for Revenge of the Sith. I, I definitely remember that. Um, man, I guess the last time I've rewatched all of them, I probably actually did start uh, like chronological order, like one, two, three, four, five, six. I don't know if that's a 
I don't know if that's a sin in the Star Wars universe or not, but um, that was I think that was probably one of the only time I've rewatched all of them, actually, which I definitely need to do again for sure. Um, but now they're they're all on Disney Plus. Like I've rewatched, you know, the single like movies a ton of times, but rewatching all of them at one time, it's been it's been a few years for sure. I think the only time I've done it, I was probably in college. Really? So, yeah. It's, oh, wow. You didn't even yeah. do that in high school. I'm surprised. I'm shocked at that. Either. I don't think. I don't. I don't remember doing it at home. Did you do it at home when you were when you were several a kid? times in high school? At least I, I'm not sure. All of them. All of them, though. I remember watching the movies a lot, but I don't remember watching all of them. I am. I am shocked. Hmm. Well, I guess you learned something new about me. Flabbergasted. <laughs> uh, you're not quite the Star Wars fan yeah. I thought you were. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if we're putting up numbers, I've probably watched each movie individually like 10 plus times. But, well, minus the sequel trilogy. But, uh, but yeah, like all at one time, Not there's not many times I've done that. I think the only time maybe I did that is when I was getting ready for Force Awakens to come out. Oh, yeah, wow. That made sense. That's That's a good time to do it. Sure. Yeah, yeah, I was just trying to like, you know, get get a grasp on on the, the full scope of the Star Wars universe up until that point. Uh, yeah, okay. So, moving on. Um so tonight we are talking about The Clone Wars, the amazing um animated Star Wars television series uh created by George Lucas, produced by Lucasfilm Animation um until and started on Cartoon Network actually. Um, and then moved to Disney Plus, obviously, for this uh, last season. Uh, the first episode came out October 3rd, 2008. Um, the series went six seasons, which lasted... Actually, the last, uh, the sixth season was actually aired on Netflix. Um, but that came out on March 7th, 2014. There was a six-year break, and the final season, season seven, came out on February 21st, 2020, and just uh, finished up on May 4th, 2020, um, with the with the last uh, couple episodes coming out in, in a few days. Um, but yeah, I mean, we all watch this, and we're all huge Star Wars fans, and man, Luke, I, I know Luke specifically... I was like texting back and forth when I watched it and I was like, Oh my gosh, this is one of the best like endings to a show that I think I've ever watched. It was just so stinking good. So the first thing that we're going to do is we're going to talk about the favorite things from this season. So we're going to mainly focus on season seven. We're going to talk about kind of the general uh, show as a whole but season seven is what we're going to kind of focus on. So, guys, what were your favorite things about season seven? I think it was a nice, like, it was a really was good a nice, capstone like, to the series really in a way that I even was not expecting. Like, you knew some of the things that um, going into it, like how things would resolve uh, based off of the movies. And then if you're a fan of Rebels as well, you kind of 
you kind of had a hint of things to come. Um, but even knowing what we knew going into it, I think they did such a good job with it. I know it's gotten a lot of backlash, and, and we'll talk about this in a minute with uh, some of the episodes, but I think overall it was just, like Dave Filoni, just, I hope I'm pronouncing that name right, but he just does a good job across the board. Like He's directed some uh, episodes of The Mandalorian, and then obviously he's taking Clone Wars and ran with it. And I just think it was like incredibly well-written, incredibly well-directed, and even the voice actors were really getting into it as they were recording. Um, I know I follow Sam Witwer on Twitter, who's the voice of uh, Darth Maul, I believe, and he was just going nuts on Twitter. And he's like, guys, you you cannot believe the things that are to come. Like, there's so much here. Um, and I think they really paid off on a lot of promises that they set up in, uh, in the final seasons leading up to this. And the characters that they gave us and, and really went in depth with those storylines. So I think the resolution was exactly what we needed and something that you kind of missed from the last movie. Um, I think we, we got the closure that we wanted. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I'd like to just uh, butt in here, Luke, before I let you share your thoughts. Um, this is a full spoiler episode. We're definitely going to be discussing uh, some of the things that happen in the in the final um, episodes of the Clone Wars Season 7. This is... Prepare yourself. An Infinity Bros. Prepare yourself. Spoiler. Warning. Luke, what were your favorite things about uh, season seven? Let's see. I mean, I, the last few episodes, the last probably four episodes, I would say were, oh man, they were epic. And I, I loved, uh, for me, uh, just the connection that Ahsoka had with Rex and essentially um, just the idea of the clones and that their entire purpose was to uh, serve for this war and if this war wasn't around, they, they probably wouldn't even be needed or be there. And so that was their purpose. Uh, I don't know. I, I loved that that kind of uh, relationship between so Ahsoka and Rex and seeing that play out all the way to the last uh, episode though there and then knowing what comes next in Rebels. And, man, one thing I was worried about hearing that it was going to go into Order 66 was like, oh, man, I, I really don't know how they're going to make it mesh with the original or with the prequels and then have it go into um uh the original trilogy as well and so i just i was unsure about that i didn't know if they were going to do it well and they did it very very well i was so impressed um and so that was something that uh was was great for me is just seeing how they meshed uh the stories between the the prequel trilogy and um, what would be coming up next with uh, Rebels and man, that was they was so good. I, I just can't say enough about those last like four episodes. They were so good. Definitely, I totally totally agree with that one for sure. Um, and I I would like to point out that man, I <clears throat> I mean you knew it was an animated show, um, and especially if you had watched the previous Clone Wars, which I know Jarrett you were working on Clone Wars at the time that uh, season seven came out, and Luke you had already had already watched it um but i i was just scrolling through twitter and i i noticed a couple people were just putting comparison um photos from the first season of the clone wars to the last season and like just the animation like even though the style was similar and basically you know carried on the same style throughout the whole show the animation just obviously got better and better especially i mean it it 
it is kind of goes without saying that it will get better because it was 2008 in season one and 2020 it's season seven but just the visuals in this animated show were just so fantastic um and i think i it's really interesting watching the show and um you know, it's you watch it right away and you're like, oh man, this is a kid show for sure. Because they have that cheesy opening lines like, oh, the Clone Wars. It's got that guy who's, you know, yeah, got man. the got the crazy voice. And <laughs> and uh, you, you obviously know that this is made for a kid show. But this season seven had some intense moments and in some like crazy, like not for kids type of stuff in it which yeah, and yeah, some man. of the other seasons do as well <laughs> like it's it's not like a kids show kids show um even all the way back to hmm, man when we first meet Darth Maul I don't even remember what season that is but he's got he's just got some dark themes around him um so but yeah like there's some awesome really intense battles in this season and especially these last four episodes it just it, it just starts really high and just keeps getting better and better through the end of it. And it's so, so cinematic, um, so, too. Like, it's not like yeah. poor animation. Like, they really, really went all out with the cinematics for this right. one. They definitely did, for sure. And I think that's a place where this show has almost struggled just due to the um, <clears throat> strange um, the release. Style. Like, oh, uh, sure, not the sure. animation style, but like it kind of throws you off when you go from a episode that maybe happened like a couple seasons before in chronological order. Yeah. Um, and they do that up until I think five maybe is when they end that kind of thing. And then six and seven are, are basically chronological order. But, but like earlier in the show that always like threw me off. I was like, wait a minute. Like, it kind of got me out of the just the whole vibe at times just the stark contrast in in timeline um but yeah like like you're saying like the visual stuff is amazing and fantastic and they definitely kicked it up a notch for this for this season so lots of awesome things to to talk about and unpack here um, were there any things that you guys did not like about this last season? I'll let Luke go first. Yeah, I really don't have much to say in this because I just, I didn't, and I wasn't looking for things to, to not like about it. I, I'm i I'm such a fanboy when it comes to Star Wars that I, I, like even this last series that a lot of people have a lot of strong feelings about, I was all for just because I'm like, it's more Star Wars, you know, give it to me and I'll, I'll be happy with it. Um, so especially with these last few episodes and with this last season, there wasn't a ton that I didn't like. There were times with the uh, Ahsoka uh, timeline that got a little bit dry, a little bit boring, I would say. Um, but they would pick right back up. And so I definitely don't think um, that I would count it down too much for that at all. Um, so I really don't have much to say for, for things I don't like about it. It's, it's just, it's so good. <laughs> uh, I'll go next year and I'll let you, I'll let you cap it off here. Uh, the only thing that I would say is that the, the timeline with, um, the Martez sisters just gets a little 
like boring like you were saying luke like it just seems like it doesn't really go anywhere like there is some good character development for ahsoka so i wouldn't say it's like useless but it just and then they just don't even they don't even mention the martez sisters in the last four episodes like they're just like all right their their story's done now we're gonna focus on better things which it which it's better that they did focus on better things I'm, i'm not sad about that but yeah, it just seems like it was just kind of filler episodes while Ahsoka kind of found her way, I guess. And I wasn't like crazy about that, but like you're saying, I mean, I'm not going to be complaining about more Star Wars. So so all in all, minor complaints for sure. Yeah, so the, the internet has been in an uproar over the Martez sisters and that whole storyline. And, and I don't know, I mean, Star Wars fans for... For as much as like we are passionate about you know Star Wars, there's a lot of people who just take it a little too far. Uh, I think I agree with what you guys are saying, where it it felt so out of place, and it it just kind of I, I think you're right, Isaac. Like it just felt like this weird sidetrack that almost didn't belong with the thematics of the rest of the season. Like we got some really heavy stuff with Echo, and then obviously everything with the last few episodes as well was very heavy. And so having that in there just felt so bizarre to me. Um, and, and I don't want to say the last few episodes are rushed because they definitely weren't. But if you could have taken a little bit more time cutting out those episodes, the the Martez sister episodes, and instead expanded some of the stuff that they explored in the final four episodes, I would have loved to see more of that. Like a lot of the different stuff that went on on Mandalore. And then even like maybe a little bit after where it leaves off. Um they kind of have this nice moment with Darth Vader or uh, um, Anakin as Darth Vader where he finds the crash and he picks up the lightsabers. And I just wanted more stuff like that, like almost resolutions of where people are. Uh, and I, even like something with Rex, you know, obviously we get some of this stuff later when in Rebels, spoiler for that series, but um, I, I'd love to see like Rex's mind state after this and after realizing like Fives was right the whole time. And um Again, it, like this isn't a complaint to say like this wasn't good. It was definitely incredible. But uh, if I had to nitpick at anything, I, I wanted so much more of that because they delivered it well. Right. Yeah, I think I, I definitely agree with you. And I, I get what they're doing because for the last couple seasons of this show, they've gone with those four episode arcs. And like they just continued that, which is kind of a nice little throwback to, you know, back back when they were producing the the other show or not the other show but the other episodes but it just yeah you're totally right though like they could have put all that in two episodes and spent more time with especially that dynamic between Ahsoka and Darth Maul like that was one of my favorite parts of this whole season is their their dynamic they're kind of like feeding off of each other and they're they're kind of both in this middle ground like Maul's not really a Sith anymore, and Ahsoka's not really a Jedi anymore, and they're trying to figure out where they fit in this in this universe, you know? So it's just a really, really interesting dynamic, and I think they definitely could have spent... I, I wouldn't say it, it was rushed, like you said, but th- if they spent more time on it, I definitely wouldn't be complaining about it. So, um, yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, well said there. Um, so... Was there any anything else that you guys wanted to point out that you really liked? Um, just one little note for the last four episode arc, they used the old school like original trilogy title screen and 
and like credits and stuff, which was really, really cool. And I think they actually used uh, like a John Williams um, Star Wars theme, like the more classic Star Wars theme and not the um, traditional Clone Wars theme. So that was that was pretty cool as well. They just had some throwbacks to um, the the movies in the original trilogy. Um, Luke, you mentioned that that last arc basically had, I mean, and hold this whole season, you know, there really isn't a whole lot of context given besides the last couple episodes of when all this is happening, but it's happening during Revenge of the Sith. Um, and that was, that was, I know one thing that you voiced to me earlier, Luke, that you didn't know how that was going to play out. Um, but I just thought it was really cool how, I think it was in the episode 11, um, they kind of mentioned that, uh, you know, General Grievous is um, being tracked down by Obi-Wan, and um, I think I think even the episode before that, they mentioned that he was, um, maybe two episodes before, that he was attacking Coruscant, so they had, like, mentions and references to what was happening in the Star Wars universe, so I thought that was just really cool, how they intertwined it without you know, being super obvious and like showing exact scenes from the, from Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. If I can make a point on that, they actually reference, um, the original Clone Wars, the like, um, hand-drawn anime Clone Wars when they're talking about, um, how Grievous was on Coruscant and there was an attack there. That's a story theme from, from those original, there's like, I don't know, maybe like five episodes of hand-drawn Clone Wars and they are, they are something else. And I'll General tell you Grievous what. is a boss in those episodes. Like he is just taking down like hundreds of. It seems like hundreds of Jedi's because it's like that anime style. They have a scene with Mace Windu and literally fields of battle droids, and he's destroying them with his bare hands. It's it's amazing. So if you have spare time, go check it out. It's the original Clone Wars. <laughs> yeah, and that's like what? That's like two thousand three, I think. Clone Wars. Is what that uh, series is. How many? Do you know anything about that, Luke? Is that like a series of episodes, or is it? Well, okay. So I know only of the ones that I've seen, and um, it's it's really interesting. There, it, again, it goes all the way up to episode three. Um, so I think it's basically what this Clone Wars attempted to do, but in a much much shorter uh, time. But yeah, it's. It's it's very interesting. I, I can't imagine there's more than like five or six episodes. Yeah. Okay. So I'm just looking on Wikipedia here, and they have um, they have looks like a a film, and then there's an actual couple episodes as well. Twenty five episodes altogether. Yeah. Well, I mean they're pretty short episodes, I think. So, yeah. Episodes ranging from two to three minutes. Well, the third season consisted of five 12-minute episodes. <laughs> so very short. But yeah, I mean, man, yeah, you definitely got to go check those out if you're looking for some awesome Star Wars anime action. And that's that's literally all it is. It's action. There's, there's very little <laughs> that happens outside of action. It's really great. <laughs> so any other uh, comments or anything um, on this uh what you guys liked or disliked on this uh, final season of the Clone Wars? No, nah, man, there's not much left to say. I think we all kind of laid it out. It's it's definitely a must-watch, yeah, and even the low points are still yeah. pretty good. Definitely. I would even say, like, for 
a non-Star Wars fan, this is a good animated series to watch. Like, even if you're not interested in the original Star Wars, like, there's good characters, good character development, good action, like, good show all around. And we'll talk about that in a bit. But definitely recommended for for anybody. But if you're a Star Wars fan, this is a must-watch. Yeah, and even, like, for... I would say one caveat is like this comes across and we said it already. This comes across as like a very kid friendly show, but there there are a lot of points that are not um, like there's a point where uh, I mean, we, we watch, I can't remember the guy's name, but he's the leader of uh, death watch on Mandalore. Um, it, it, we straight up watch him get beheaded at one point by mall. So like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> gotta be a little careful there. Yeah. When Maul escapes his prison cell in like the eleventh episode or something, he like is decapitating people. He's cutting off people's arms. Like there's some dark stuff going on, man. It's nuts. All right, so <clears throat> the moment that we've all been waiting for, we're gonna rate our uh, our. We're gonna give you our ratings of season seven of the Clone Wars first, and then afterwards we'll talk a little bit about the show as a whole, and then our ratings of the show. Um, so, Jared, why don't you go ahead and give us your rating of Season 7 of The Clone Wars? Um, six out of six, easily. Yeah, this season was, I mean, like, again, it, it wasn't without its faults, but I think the best parts of this season um, made me, like, those weren't even an issue at that point, right? I didn't, I didn't care that it lulled a little bit or that I kind of got bored halfway between because... Uh, the impact of the final four episodes was just so high that like didn't matter. This is a great uh, way to capstone this, and yeah, couldn't couldn't give it a higher score than this. Yeah, I'm I'm just gonna echo that. I mean, six out of six for me. The basically for those last four episodes, um, but the entire season as a whole, you know, it did uh, it did do it for me. You know, even though there was that slight lull in the middle, it, it, the ending made up for it. You know hundredfold it was it was fantastic so six out of six awesome uh i also am going to give it a six out of six so that's an infinity snap for season seven of the clone wars um i would say those middle four episodes they i would give them like a five out of six like it's still good clone wars and good character development but just the action is is not as exciting but the last four episodes they just like they're my favorite four episodes probably in the entire Clone Wars show. Like these are amazing episodes and you could really not ask for a better uh, cap to this Clone Wars series than these last four episodes. So um, yeah, Infinity Snap for episode seven of the Clone Wars. Awesome season. Definitely go check it out if you're a Star Wars fan. So guys, let's talk a tiny bit about the show as a whole. Um, I know we kind of talked about the only kind of funky thing about the whole show itself to me is that the chronological order is like super really weird and it's very bad and messed up. Yeah. And if you guys, we'll put a link in the show notes too, but, um, if you go to starwars.com, they actually have a order that you should watch it in chronologically. If you're interested in that kind of thing, I watched it like just the way that it was on, on Netflix at the time. And I, there were times where I was like, wait what what's just what's happening right now um so that was a little confusing to me but that really is the only thing that brings this whole show down um any any quick comments on on the whole show as um as a series so let's remind you here that this this show started 
um, with a movie in 2008, I believe, um, with the Clone Wars movie came out. And I remember vividly going, touching back on those first Star Wars moments. Um, I was, let's see, in 2008, I think I was like 10 or 11 years old. And uh, one of my best friends, Kyle, uh, um, Kyle Stegman, if you're listening to this, shout out, buddy. Um, but we went, and uh, <laughs> Isaac actually drove us to the theater, and we were wearing our clone helmets and Darth Vader helmets. And uh, we went to watch <laughs> the original awesome. Clone Wars movie, and uh, that was it for me. I was I was sold out for it. And so I uh, watched as much as I could uh, with the access that I had. And uh, as far as this show as a whole... You know, if I had to rate it, I'd give it a 5 out of 6. Just because of the chronological thing, it does throw me off. Not a huge fan of that. But the story, you know, if you look at the story from beginning to end, this this is on par with some really high-quality stuff. And it just might not end up in the same realm just because it is animated. Um, but, man, it is, a, it is a fantastic story. And I would absolutely recommend... Uh, Star Wars for fan or not, if you love good stories, this is a great story, one through seven. It's it's fantastic. Awesome. All right, Jarrett, uh, give us your thoughts on the whole series and your rating as well. Wow. Um, I mean, it's hard to follow up Luke, but I'll do my best. Uh, I think, so, so there's almost two different series that are going on here, right? Like there's the really campy, um, like, kind of episodic like these little adventures that they that they pop in with and then there's the more like in-depth uh like character building episodes and i think if i were to take it as a whole picture it's a little harder for me to give it a good grade um because there are a lot of episodes that just are are rough to sit through um and i'm looking mainly this sounds bad but i am looking mainly at the jar jar binks ones and, uh ones where they really get into the senate business which is like the same complaint that we have for you know the original tri- or the for the prequel trilogy um but man when they hit the story they hit it hard and i think i would say probably a 4.8 or 5 out of 6 um because when they do it they do it so well but there's there's a lot of episodes that just fall short for me um, I think the character arcs in this are very, very good. I, I'm, I'm a little less endeared towards Anakin than I think they make you want to be, right? And I, and I still think his downfall isn't really as sold to us as, as much as you want it to. Like, it still doesn't make sense watching Clone Wars over again. And, um, but I think it makes a little more sense than it did without it. I think it's a more full picture. But man, the stuff they did with Ahsoka and the way that they really give life to the clones who are otherwise like, you know, NPCs in the backgrounds of the movies. They, they really give them personality and character. Um, obviously, with with uh, Clone 99 and Bad uh, the Bad Batch and um, that episode is so great. And then it gives a little more insight to like Echo and Fives and, you know, why the clones are the way they are beyond just being this blank template. Right. Like they all have this unique and cool personality to them. Um, they did a great job with Obi-Wan, which makes me so excited for uh, the the upcoming Obi-Wan Kenobi film, right? Like really gets you hyped for that. Obviously Darth Maul, they did a great storyline there. Uh, all the bounty hunters and the criminals were very likable, even when you hated them. Um, so yeah, like if you can, if you can kind of choke through some of the bad episodes, the good ones make up for it in strides. And I think this is something that any Star Wars fan or even somebody who's just kind of on the fringes should still check out. And if you don't like an episode, skip it. You know, there's nothing stopping you from enjoying some of the more uh, character driven ones. 
Um, basically, anytime you see Ahsoka or Rex or Commander Cody or Obi-Wan on screen, it's a good one to keep. But if it's Jar Jar and Padme and uh, Anakin, feel free to skip it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm going to have to probably agree with you there. You know what's weird? Our, we all gave season seven, six out of six, and I'm giving the whole show a five out of six as well. So we're like all in the same mind. We have like a hive mind when it comes to the Clone Wars, apparently. I guess. Um, Maybe I'm a long lost so, Edland. <laughs> Maybe you are, Jarrett. Maybe you are. <laughs> I've seen I've al- too many You know what? I've always kind of had that in the back of my head that sure. you probably are, are, are my like, you know, brother from another mother or something like that. So, um, but yeah, I, basically everything that these guys, <laughs> these guys have already said, um, there's, you know what? There's, some amazing characters that came out of this show. Like everybody um, that is a true Star Wars fan. Okay. I won't say true because anybody can be a Star Wars fan. Anybody that's a Star Wars fan really enjoys the character of Ahsoka. And when they announced that she was going to be coming to the Mandalorian season two, I think the Star Wars universe collectively lost their minds. Um, And, you know, there's potential for other characters uh, to be included in other, you know, adaptations as well, um, including potentially, you know, Rex. Um, So there's there's just a ton of great things that came out of this show. And uh, for all of the funky things that they have going on, mainly in the earlier um, seasons, uh, the last two or three seasons of the show make up for almost all of them. Like they're so good and they just, they get a rhythm going. And even though there's that huge six years gap, they're able to kind of like tie all the knots in this final season. And they just do such a great job. Um, Like, like you said, uh, what's his name? Dave Filoni. Like he, he just has such a good like vision, I feel like, of the Star Wars universe. And I'm really excited to see what, what else he has um, kind of up his sleeve. Um, so yeah, it's five out of six for me for the whole show. Um, we actually just went a little long because we are just so excited about the Clone Wars. Can I say so, um, something really funny, yeah, though? Uh, if you mm-hmm. haven't gotten a chance yet, go on Disney Plus and watch. Uh, it's this little documentary documentary series that they have on the making of Mandalorian. Can't remember the name of it right now, but in it he explains how he got the job at Lucasfilms, and um, basically he he was just an animator at the time, and he got a phone call from Lucasfilms, and they said, "Hey, would you be interested in directing this Star Wars series from Lucasfilms Animation?" And he had been getting prank calls and stuff from I believe it was people over at SpongeBob or something. And so he legitimately thought that he was getting pranked by this. He's like, there's no such thing as LucasArts animation. Um, and the people on the phone basically said, like, no, George George asked for you specifically. And the whole time, it's just so funny because he's very sarcastic. And he's like, yeah, okay, like, George Lucas wants me to direct his TV show. Yeah, okay. But, like, sure enough, you know, it, it was meant to be. And, man, he has done such a great job. And, like, even with Rebels and, and the little bit that he's done in The Mandalorian, like, it's been so good. And I think a lot of what we owe uh, for the Star Wars universe, at least from some of this more like television series uh, business that we've gotten, is is a lot a large part to him. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, thank you guys for both being here. Thank you, Jarrett, and thank you, Luke, for joining us. It's been a blast having you on. Um, yeah, so if you uh, want to check out Luke's uh, Growdown Media, Luke, where can they find you on the interwebs? Uh, most of my stuff's on YouTube, but I also have an Instagram, Twitter, 
Facebook, um, but all the content's going to be on YouTube. That's Grow Down Media. Um, so we are the Infinity Bros. You can find us at theinfinitybros.com. All our links are there, but we're on Twitter, uh, Instagram, and Facebook, on uh, Twitch, and YouTube as well. Um, thank you so much for joining us. We are. If you guys have any thoughts about the Clone Wars and the and the final season, uh, let us know through one of those social media platforms. You can join our Discord um, and, and get some conversation going as well. Um, thank you so much for listening through this. Uh, wherever you are, however, wherever you're listening, however you're listening. I was trying to get the max line down there, but botch that. But uh, th- thank you so much for for any and all support that you guys give us. We really appreciate uh, the Infinity Bros universe. Um, So we love you 3000. You guys have an amazing week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Infinity Bros podcast. You can find the Infinity Bros on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at the Infinity Bros. Feel free to send listener feedback via email at infinitybrospodcast at gmail.com.